Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Game by Show podcast. It's uh, right in the middle of December. It's raining outside in Salt Lake City, Utah. My name is LeGrand Jolly, joined by Jeremy Lamont, also in Utah. Is it raining? It was treacherous this morning. Did you happen to go out this morning? I did, and it sucked. My children thought they were going to die in that car. They they legit. I actually had to change my destination. We did not. Uh, my children don't trust me, basically. They plowed our roads, and it was, it was okay. I, everywhere I went, I, had left. I did that thing where uh, I actually had to get out of the car and like kind of dislodge some snow from underneath my uh, w- my wipers because the the motor didn't it wouldn't like get down far enough to where it would come back up. Hmm. So I had to pull over to a left turn lane that nobody was using, stop there, put on my hazard lights, get out, and then like everybody who drove past like slushed me in the face as they drove by. <laughs> that was my morning. Yeah, and the weirdest thing about Utah is that by mid afternoon, an hour later, it was bone dry. Every, like there was nothing anywhere. Utah's the weirdest freaking place. Yeah. And with us, as always, most of the time, just like everyone else, Dale Jones. <laughs> just like everyone else. <laughs> Dale, Dale, how you doing out there? How you doing up there? Uh, you know, just like everyone else. No, he's just like everyone else. That He's with us all of the time, most of the time. Just okay? like 80% of the time, with us That's every time. time. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> all right, guys, Dale, what's up? I moved my mouth away from the mic to speak. <laughs> no, you gotta you gotta start speaking away from the mic and then move closer to the mic. Like instantly at the moment. Yeah, we were talking about. Okay, here's the thing. Some production notes here. We were talking about everybody's idiosyncrasies. Uh, turns out that everybody has them except for me. And uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> Just like everyone else. Now, so now everybody can't but think about the way they're speaking and using their words. So I, the, my only complaint about me was my pop. <laughs> filter not being engaged. Yeah, it's, it's engaged now. It's engaged now. Yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah. All right, listen up. I have in my hands a Steam Controller Mint. Ooh. New inbox. I love it. Steam Controller. I'll give you a dollar for it. <laughs> Start the video. Here's the question. Fifty. Should I open it or should I leave um, it unboxing. as is? Leave it as is and keep this relic. For like the next 50 years. It belongs in a museum.gif. No, Game by Show unboxing. I don't know, man. I'm debating on, because I'm like, I should open this and use it. I was playing a game, and I'm like, I should really just use my Steam controller and test it out. I've never, I've used one before, but not really that seriously. Here's what you should legit do. But you I'm should... like, but it's, it's, it's sealed still. Look, there's a little it, tape right there. Ooh, it's still it's glossy. I can see the gloss. I'm you like, I, if I don't open this, I don't know, maybe in like 20 years, this will be worth like $10 or something. I'll double my money. It'll almost work as well then as it does now. Uh, no, you, you know what you should really do is, uh, for your first time, you should go on to the twitch.tv slash show stream. You should play a game that has partial controller support <laughs> <laughs> and try and figure it out live. <laughs> hey, I am playing a game that has partial controller support. There you go. There you go. I've been playing Star Control Origins, and on their store page, it says partial controller support. Ooh. It makes me moist. Those, uh, what are those guys called? Taiwam. Yeah, I love that guy. Oh my gosh, dude. Those guys. Did you make him cry? Did you get that achievement? Uh, uh I don't think I made him cry. There's I... an achievement for making the Taiwam guy cry. Wow. It's called, uh, uh, Sad Face. Make the Taiwam cry. 22.9% of players have this achievement. Aww. I think I, like, insulted him. I can't bring we were... myself to do it. You know what? I know too many people in real life that are kind of like the Taiwam, and when they come to talk to me and I just, like, nod. <laughs> And I spent about 15 minutes just like making polite conversation. <laughs> so that's me. I don't know how that goes at all. I just walk away. Yeah. Oh, I got a got a meeting to go to here uh, at uh, 11:37. Yeah. So 
Here we go. What does that even mean? What? He's he's doing the thing to us. He's gonna make oh, the Taiwan cry. You guys ever use that fake a call app on your phone? Have you ever used that? No, I never have. I had, I had a I had an app on my phone that would fake a phone call. So if you need to get out of something, you could like fake a call. So you have to like fiddle in your pocket though on the thing <laughs> to like. Oh, oh, it's ringing now. You might as well just do no. You like, you like hit a button and like, and there'll be like a timer. So you like Press the you, side button you, three you, times in a row. Emergency yeah. fake phone call. And it, it triggers it up and like thirty seconds later, it like rings and you can. Oh, I, I gotta take this. This is important. And you walk away. <laughs> Larry, no I'd problem. love to stay and talk to you, but my brains are turned into mush right now. I'll see you later, man. That is the most like socially. That's how you do super it. Super awkward, in awkward. I don't know. Is it is it socially correct to do that? I mean, you okay? might as well just get it over with, you know. Yeah, it's, it's better to do that than to just completely insult somebody, right? I'm, I'm gonna work my way up, I'm gonna start uh, I don't with really wanna wall. listen to what you're saying now, so I gotta go, see ya. <laughs> yeah. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, I, I have no idea. You know, I have no idea if Dale's even done that. Jeremy, you made this thing about him, Dale, and I've been listening. Now it's a self, it uh, well, you did it once actually already, but... Uh, I did it on purpose. Oh, I see. No, I mean before <laughs> that. Here's what I do. When what? someone when someone's talking to me and the conversation gets awkward, I say, "Hey, everybody, we've got some news this week for the Game by Chill podcast. Uh, we're gonna start." Then it gets super awkward. Then it gets way awkward because everyone just sits and listens for ten minutes. Uh, Sony is planning their last State of Play event for 2019. That's going to be coming up next week. Uh, this has become a uh, kind of a non-starter for me ever since they started doing them this year, where it was like a ten-minute thing. Uh, but you never know. It's the last one. Uh, they plan this to be 20 minutes this time of new game reveals, release date announcements, new gameplay footage, PlayStation Worldwide Studios updates, and more. This is from the PlayStation blog. They're very excited about this. Um, there won't be any news of the next-gen console in this one, so it's all going to be software. But there are new announcements, and it's all going to be stuff for 2020. They're not going to announce something that's this week. So it will be your glimpse into the future. Sony State of Play 2019. Be there or don't. As you wish. I won't. Yeah. I'll, I'll catch the news on the Game Byte show, though. You can always do that. You can always do that. Time warp and find out what happens with the next Game Byte show podcast. Uh, speaking of time warping, uh, PC gamers are finally getting their taste of that good old-fashioned Halo franchise. Uh, we oh, talked last yeah. week about the, uh, yeah, the Halo Master <laughs> Chief collection. And uh, apparently it's like the number one game on Steam right now. People are hungry for the Master Chief. And... Um, let me tell you something. If you really want to play an 18-year-old shooter, I guess here's your chance. Yeah, it's not PC gamers that are hungry for it. It's not 18 years old. Come on. Halo Reach? Mm, no, well, not Reach, but like all the rest of it. Like Halo... But only Reach is out right now. Well, all of it is on the Halo Master Chief Collection. Not yet. Yeah, well, the, not the whole... We covered this on Wednesday. <laughs> I know. I'm well aware of this. I'm just saying that this is people going it, back all, to the old It's stuff. all like uh, nerdy kids who now are old enough to have PCs, the proper gaming machine. And uh, they're nostalgic for their old Xbox. Dude, this is like when people are on social media, when people are on Twitter talking about how great the Power Rangers were. And I'm like, I was about five years too old for that. Uh, so when young people start having nostalgia, I'm out. I check. What out are you nostalgic it. for? Jeremy? Uh, me? Uh, I don't know. Like He-Man. He-Man, Voltron and Transformers. Yeah, there you go. The trifecta. G.I. Joe also. No. No. Uh, a little you know? bit. Yeah, it's some G.I. Joe. Trans uh, Ninja Turtles. Uh, Cartoon. yeah, yeah, the original. Yep, sure. Yeah, all the stuff that's been rebooted like six times by now. I just want to go back to what it was, you know, when when Ronald Reagan was president. Now there was a president, Ronald Reagan. <laughs> no, let's we'll keep going. Uh, you guys might remember uh, the new and upcoming game from Campo Santo, In the Valley of the Gods. Uh, everybody's excited about this. Firewatch was their Can't previous show. Can't wait for show. that to come out. 
Yeah, well, you're going to wait for it to come out because they stopped working on it to do other Valve stuff. Uh, it is. They're doing uh, Half-Life Episode 3. Yeah, well, Half-Life Alex, maybe they're doing something with that. I'm not sure exactly. Uh, but they basically took any mention of the game out of their uh, Twitter bios, essentially. All the people who were kind of the, the main leads there. Um, that sounds pretty dumb. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Maybe they maybe it wasn't well, turning guys, out well. We're canceling the game. We need you to go to your Twitter profiles and remove the game from your bios. We need you to wheel your desks over to <laughs> Twitter and uh yeah. So it's part I guess, of official policy, you gotta remove mention from all social media platforms. I just remember this was one that we were kind of looking forward to when they announced it, uh when it was at E three. I think this uh you know, Firewatch was good. Firewatch was real good actually. And uh, I think In the Valley of the Gods was was shaping up to be pretty good. Uh rest in peace in the Valley of the Gods. Um and everybody look forward to the next Valve Artifact release from Campo Santo. <laughs> Uh, I've got here a couple of things. It's been a weird week. There have been a couple of things that kind of have some synergy and we're going to start out with the Game Bite show Religion Beat. Uh, weirdly, the Vatican. So there was a priest over at the Vatican, uh, Father Robert ba- Balasser, uh, put out a Twitter poll and kind of asked people what they would be interested in for the Vatican to actually host game servers. Uh, Father Balasser put out uh, some options, Minecraft, Rust, Ark, Team Fortress 2. Uh, some of those seem a little bit violent to me to be hosted on the Holy Sees, uh, you know, email server. But uh, eventually Minecraft won out. And so you can now play an actual official Vatican Minecraft server. Uh, apparently it's under attack, though, uh, by. Uh, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, by, by DDoS <laughs> and, and Satan. Uh, trying to shut down the Minecraft server at the Vatican. Uh, no, actually, uh, the, the idea was I to thought kinda... you said Microsoft bought it. Why would Satan then try to shut it down? <laughs> yeah. Oh, very oh. good. I like it. Hoo-yah. MS um, with a dollar sign, right? Am I right? Uh, That's, oh, yeah. right. <laughs> That's right. That's oh. right. Microsoft Satan with a dollar sign. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I get, You know, that's a new one for me. I've never heard that one. But uh, It's the root of all evil. Come on, Jeremy. It's true. It's true. Uh, so anyway, you, you can potentially, if uh, if you are so inclined, play uh, Minecraft on the Vatican, which, by the way, not in our news uh, lineup this week, but apparently Minecraft was the YouTube game of the year 2019 again this year. And uh, there it is what? in our news. Yeah, in our news lineup it's there right now. There. So anyway, I just you can't, to you can't that do in. that. Minecraft is like 10 years old now. It can't be I, the game of the year. I don't know. I don't know. Listen, Give me I a freaking break. Nobody plays Minecraft anymore. I can tell you, well, they do at the Vatican, but I tell you what, it doesn't matter how old something is because uh, video games based on 2000 year old material now coming to your PC in 2020, uh, a new, uh, I guess, upcoming game making a little bit of a splash on social media. I saw this week. I am Jesus Christ, which is uh, looks to be a first person. Oh, so Jesus it's a God of Nazareth game. simulator. Yeah, it is. It is. There's you. You can actually. The, here's the thing. You can't it's a, it's turn. It's a spiritual successor to Populous. Yeah, there you no go. Problem. You can't turn God mode off on this one. It's it's always on. Uh, we actually, you know, here's here's the thing. So right it's away, it's only going to cost thirty pieces of silver. Thirty pieces of silver, <laughs> and there will be more than enough to go around for everybody. I guess I don't know. I I can I can do it a little bit. Um, so here's the thing. It looks I don't know. Kind of yeah. Kind of like you'd expect it to be. Whatever. It's like a press X to miracle kind of simulator. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> press X to miracle. Yeah, press X. I, I, I watched the uh, the a clip of fish. Yeah, Jesus and they sort of like fish. yeah, they'd sort of spawn in there and kind of flop around. That was a pretty bit. good. It was yeah. pretty good. I'm you know not how like in, in GTA when you die, it's like it, it pops you back up at the hospital, but it's only been like eight hours. It's always going to be three days. Three days, yeah, three days oh, later, dude. Um, so here's the thing: like you would expect it to just be some kind of throwaway Any trash. Any more thing. Jesus jokes, Dale? That you got tucked in there? How how which circle <laughs> of hell do you want to go to? Joking matter. 
Yeah, this is he's okay, this is I'm being sorry. serious. Um, yeah, so here's the thing: serious. the the developer for this is a first time developer, but the publisher actually has some decent games in their lineup, including Car Repair Simulator. Um, <laughs> no, I, but I mean, like some actual things that took some effort and work. I mean, it's it's not like some weird thing that just decided to show up there. So I don't really know what to make of this. I I don't I don't know that I can really recommend it. But I guess it's also from the same. Do they developer say what kind of game it is? Are, well, is it, it role playing? Is it's it a press, like, yeah, is press it a, F for yeah, miracle? It, it mostly looks like QTEs, and then I, I mean the animation kind of looks okay. There's like people, and like Legrand mentioned, there's fish, and I guess it just follows the account of the ministry of Jesus of Nazareth from from his baptism on through to the end, I guess. Uh, but uh, I, I don't I know. I know how it ends. Here's the yeah the, the spoilers. I read the book. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, but here's the thing. Um, it comes from the same publisher that also released Bum Simulator, where you can decide like how you want people, how you want to react to people treating you as a homeless vagrant. So I, I, one more question about the Jesus game. Yes, is it canon? Um, you know, I think it. I think it's tr- true to the text, but I guess the doctrinal soundness we will have to wait and see when it comes out. It's a prequel to Darksiders. Right now, <laughs> right now, it is marked as coming soon on the Steam Store page, and um, you know, it is Advent, so something is something is coming soon. But uh, anyway, there you go. So that's that's the uh, the one and only time that we may ever do the religion beat on the Game Bite Show. Uh, next up is the crime beat, which we actually do from time to time. Uh, you, you know, dabble in. And the first thing is the uh, a United States Congressman, Duncan Hunter, who's a Republican from California, also known as the vaping congressman. I, I have a clip here that also I found. Also like of, gaming and embezzling congressman. He, oh, right? yes. Gaming and embezzling congressman. Uh, that's him. Duncan Hunter. With the like uh, Steam has, library misappropriated he, funds. S- soon to be uh, vaping and embezzling gaming former uh, Congressman Duncan Hunter has pleaded guilty to misappropriating campaign funds for various things, including $1,300 worth of Steam games. Um, th- this is this is what corruption looks like in the in the millennial set, gentlemen. So I don't know. Uh, the U.S. Not Department bad. of Justice has has added a little bit of uh, information here, as detailed in the indictment. The hunter stole money from the various from the campaign for items as inconsequential as fast food, movie tickets, and sneakers, as trivial as video games, Lego sets, and Play-Doh, as mundane as groceries, dog food, and utilities, as self-indulgent as luxury hotels, overseas vacation, and plane tickets for their family pet rabbits, Egbert and Cadbury, all while their family was otherwise deeply. So, in wait, bed. video games f- fell under the heading of trivial. I don't know. I mean, the government still doesn't take them seriously, but whatever. I just want to shout out to Egbert and Cadbury, um, the bunnies. Boys, uh, you'll get through this. I know you will. I know you will. It'll be all right. Yeah, think of the bunnies. Think of the bunnies. Who will think of the bunnies? Uh, here's another one, though, that is kind of interesting, is that the FBI has actually, in in the pursuit of a, I guess this would be a cocaine bust, has pulled information from, and and it's actually publicly available, has pulled information from um, the, the PlayStation 4 of one Curtis Dola Alexander in a search warrant filed on October 22nd. Uh, the FBI uh, stated that he was involved in a multi-kilogram level cocaine deal, uh, requested nine ounces of cocaine via the PlayStation 4 messaging client, but then decided to move to voice chat thinking that it was a little bit more secure uh for everybody out there it is not more secure uh they pulled that and uh, the dude is uh, basically um pretty sure allegedly going to going going to prison um so just kind of be aware um you know whether whether you're doing crime for video games or crime in video games uh does not pay does not pay uh, we do have here a little bit of a, I don't know, adjacent thing to this, which is uh, YouTube has made a ruling specifically about the depiction of violence on YouTube. Uh, it is no longer going to be uh, counting video game violence the same as, I guess, actual 
violence and it will no longer be moderated. I've never run into this in our Game Bite show stream on Mondays. We don't really do a lot of violent games, like nothing really, you know, severely violent. So when I you guess, pull a sweet headshot as Jesus, you're not going to get banned anymore. <laughs> nope, nope, exactly. That's exactly right. Um, not not as much as as not as much as he was banned in real life. I guess. That's right. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's not going to go to that level. The Romans. But uh, yeah, so I guess that was something people were getting restricted, I suppose. Um, and and actually, even a this has gone all the way to the highest levels of government, where a White House video last year that showed violence in video games was restricted, making it so that uh, YouTube viewers uh, had to actually use restricted mode, or people who were using restricted mode couldn't view it, I guess. Um, so anyway, uh, YouTube has come around on that and is no longer going to uh, going to regulate it quite as stringently, uh, which I guess just be aware if you are concerned about your children, your little ones, um, you know, what kinds of things they can view online, just be aware video game violence will be a thing uh, that will, I guess, be generally accessible still. Uh, I wanted to uh, pull the Legrand file here for just a minute and talk about the Elder Scrolls Legends. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Yeah, it's, it's, well, I mean, here's the thing. The end is nigh because the Elder Scrolls Legends is now ending development, unfortunately. Uh, Bethesda has... That's okay because the Elder Scrolls Online is just going, going great. Frankly, they're the same thing. They're, I haven't played the Elder Scrolls Legends in a while. Oh, no, of course not. Of course not. Well, uh, the thing it's is... ES, ESO, not ESL. Yeah, that, English or, second language. Yeah, I was no. going to say, or American Sign Language. Uh, I don't That's know. ASL. E-American Sign Language. A slash S slash L. Yeah. Ethiopian Sign Language. Ethiopian Sign Language. So the thing is that the game will still be playable, but they're just not putting any more effort into it. This includes the unfortunate disclosure that they had that they were going to be doing a new free card deck for people who are still playing. They've now canceled that. They're not going to be doing that. But if you're still playing, you can still get your free card deck. And other than that, it's basically going to be. This is a really good sign for the future of this game, I feel. Well, here's the thing. Our next news item sort of signals that it won't be a very good thing for the for that particular genre of video games, because Gwent, the Witcher card game, is also shutting down on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Uh, CD Projekt Red has indicated that they will be cutting off support. There will be no more expansions, updates, uh, no more real money purchases or matchmaking starting mm, tomorrow as of the date of this recording. Uh, basically, what? it will. Yeah, exactly. It will freeze Gwent in its current state. So basically for Legrand and Dale, who can hear my voice right this minute, uh, if you want to do anything on Gwent, the Witcher card game, now's the time. You it just came out on Guan. mobile. Guan, Guan, Guan just came out on mobile. With your bad selves. Uh, so the thing is, it is still available on iOS and Android. Uh, as far as I know, I think that was part of the that. reasoning, actually, of why they decided to because they have so many uh, clients of it that they can't right. keep all of them. That's so correct. I, the, the console ones must have had the lowest. Correct. Well, In fact, they. I'll, I'll tell you what. I I won't be playing it anyways. Well, there you go. I can't say more than that. I can't say more than that. Uh, and the very last item I've got in the news this week is uh, just kind of ahead of our releases. I wanted to get one in there real fast because this one is kind of special. Uh, this is a uh, an AI-driven dungeon, uh, I guess, text-based adventure game, uh, which comes from the BYU PCCL lab here in, in Utah. I mean, I'm assuming that's pcc.css.byu.edu. That's got to be. It's got to be. Uh, but they've actually created what is essentially an AI-driven self-perpetuating, self-generating uh, text parser dungeon game, which I think is is actually really cool. Uh, the thing is that there are some potential problems with it, as as you would expect. Sorry, um, does that mean it plays itself? Like progress no, you, quest? So you, so you play it. So the way it kind of works is that, so you know how they, they sort of have those sort of, um, uh, what's, what's the thing called the Turing test where you kind of try and figure out if you're talking to a machine or whatever? It kind of plays like that, like those AI. Uh, like, 
Yeah, Void Con, if you see a turtle and it's upside down and you don't turn it over, then you know that right. you've hacked the dungeon. Uh, no, but basically it works like that, where the game will sort of play you while you're playing it but it's just really kind of simple uh there there also are potentially bugs that come from that i mean it is kind of nice to have a human play tester or or developing a game rather than an ai kind of making it up as it goes uh you can hit weird loops it can it can crash and there's some other things uh but it, it basically is like an ai dungeon master running just like a weird version of dungeons and dragons um and uh we'll we'll uh kind of share a link to that in the game bite show discord so everybody go check that out and share with us some of your wacky adventures and that is all the news that we've got for this week all right thanks jeremy sure thing uh for new releases this week courtesy of our friends at tech-gaming.com uh there's a game called phoenix point oh yeah this is, is a spiritual successor to xcom by uh richard julian julian gollop Gall, gall, golf, yeah. Gollop? Yeah, Gollop, that's right. That's Gollop. the original XCOM, yeah? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, it's a Epic Game Store exclusive. So. Yeah, it's, it sort of ended up that way because apparently they didn't pass certification on the other on the other platforms. So uh, <laughs> basically, that makes it a de facto Epic Game Store exclusive for the time being while they're working on sorting that out. Nice. Yep. Nice. Also, there's a trifecta of games that are available on the Nintendo Switch that are already available, but I'm going to make mention of them because they are all great games. Call of Juarez Gunslinger, a great game. I played it on PC. It's now on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, Assassin's Creed The Rebel Collection, which includes Black Flag and Rogue. Both great games. Switch for $40. And uh, Alien Isolation. Another great game on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, new game, Darksiders Genesis, which I guess is this, a... This looks really cool. It does look cool. It's a top-down, isometric uh, Darksiders game that supposedly plays like in... And I've heard people describe it that it seems like a Darksiders game, but just in a different view. Hmm. Okay, it's so it's not weird. a loot game. I was kind of hoping it was a loot game. No, it's not a. It's not an action. It's not an action RPG like a Diablo. From what I from what I understand, it's like I one of those played it. Oftentimes, the God of War games would kind of zoom out to the like top-down perspective. Is it basically right. like, like that? Maybe. I, I think so, maybe. Except for it's always zoomed out. Yeah, it just stays I don't, that way. I don't know. I when I was looking at it, I'm like, oh, this is a cool like a a Diablo like action RPG. And then I was looking into it a little bit more, and people were saying that it's not necessarily that. Hmm. They're like, this is this is the this is the real sequel to Darksiders Two. Is what people are saying. Anyway, also Shovel Knight Showdown is a game that's uh, an arena multiplayer battler on in the Shovel Knight universe. Yeah, and actually, um, I think this is coming out. Is the King of Cards still? It's like their final campaign that they promised with their original development Kickstarter, that sort of thing. King of Hearts? King of Cards. So it's the it Ki King Knight? Yeah, Shovel Knight King of Cards. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty, I think they're both coming out. So the Shovel Knight Treasure Trove, this is actually an update for those of you who already have this on any given platform. Um, it's basically a free update, and it is sort of completing the the Shovel Knight series, I guess, as far as it's been conceived. That's pretty cool. Yeah. In our uh, radswitchgametitles.com, there's a game coming out called Get Me Out of Here. Agreed. Not bad, not bad. Also, Happy Animals Bowling. Aw. Great. That's the Radis Switch game title. And finally, Big Pharma. Big Pharma. Oh, you know, I've been waiting on this for a really long time. Yeah, I've been waiting for it to can't go away. Can't wait to away, jack so up the price. I can't wait to ask problem. my doctor whether Big Pharma <laughs> is right for me. We need some. I think those EpiPens are too cheap. Yeah, yeah, not bad. Crank up, jack up the prices. That insulin That's... you got there? Oh no, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to double the, <laughs> the price of that. 
And then you like try to go to Canada to get some, and they're like, no, 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 and they chase you down. And that's like part of the game. I really hope that's what that game is. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, Switch Online. It's getting some new stuff for December. Uh, Star Fox 2 on the SNES. I don't know why this is on here. Because uh, that that's mean? one of the games. It, it just was originally it was originally on the, on the SNES. Oh, no, it's, it's on the SNES it's on the Classic. Mini. You're right. The Classic yeah. Mini. The SNES whatever. Mini, whatever it is. Yeah, okay, cool. That's coming to the Switch, so cool. Uh, Super Punch. This is weird because I like all these games are also on the Switch on the SNES Mini. Yeah. What a ripoff. Uh, Super Punch Out, Kirby Superstar, Breath of Fire Crystallis. 2, Crystallis, which is an NES game. That's an awesome game. This is the one that you always saw in the uh, Nintendo Power, and you're like, man, I should get, I should play Crystallis. I or did you always play saw that. It. it was great. I never played it. I always wanted to. At the to end, play. you beat up a computer. Hey, spoilers. Also, Journey to Silius is another NES game that's out. Uh, any uh, anecdotes on that one, Dale? I, do you, you always pronounce to? it Silius? I think it sounds very silly. Serious. I pronounce it Serious. Xbox Game Pass for December. They're getting my friend Pedro. I already installed this, and I was going to play it with my with my uh, Steam controller, but I decided I was going to leave it in its box so I could increase its value over time. <laughs> Also, a good uh, Shinobi Striker, uh, Demons Tilt, Tilt, <laughs> Demons Tilt. My bad. Sorry. Uh, Wander Song, uh, Pro Evolution Soccer Football 2020, Overcooked Two, The Division One. Guys, it's now's time. the time. <laughs> you know, what does it say? The, the Division One good. there is it like. I put the one in because I just <laughs> didn't want there to be any. Okay. I was like, did just, they change the title? No, no, I, I put that in there just for clarity. The division is also known as coolmathgames.com. Yeah. So you can just go there and check it out for free. The long division. Uh, Divided by zero. <laughs> oh, no. There's a, there's a meme for you, kids. Look uh, Pathologic 2. Also coming to Game Pass. Okay, that's a thing. Uh, Twitch Prime, you can get Hue, which is a color game. Mm-hmm. Hover, Jet Set Radio spiritual successor game. Sherlock Holmes, The Devil's Daughter. And Toe Jam and Earl back in the groove. Finally, ski lifts go wrong. I really need to I wish we could put out. that in the rad switch titles. Uh, for those of you who are interested, three of, of those games actually have their soundtracks on vinyl records. So just be aware. Oh, good to know. Are they 33s or 45s or 72s? Oh, they're, they're the big ones. They're the big 12 inches. All right. Do you play them at 33 or 45 speed? Uh, it depends... Depends on how fast you want to get done with them. Okay. okay. I mean, that's well, the answer. I cool. uh, Sorry. And as far as like uh, stuff that's on sale, well, it's still Christmas. It's probably season. still, yeah, everything's still on There's sale. There's still stuff on sale. Uh, I don't know. Go to Instagram, scroll for a while, and uh, see what you want to buy. Look at the promoted tweets from yourketo.com. Yes. And that is all that stuff for this week. Very good. So, the PlayStation just had its 25th anniversary the other day guys you remember the the good old unassuming gray flat about the size of a shoebox but not quite as tall uh disc opens from the top unless you had to turn it upside down to keep the the laser reading the discs yeah in, in which case the disc would open <laughs> from the bottom uh, yeah. you know you could also sometimes turn it on its side and that would it would work that way too we tried uh, all the things yeah i, I did i, did I tried blowing the on the cds it didn't didn't do it I didn't help either. Did you ever no. touch the laser? Don't touch the laser! I tried oh, I looking in it. I also, I put Castlevania in my CD player and listened to it. And the 
track comes on where he this says, This is a PlayStation That's right. disc. Please do not put this in the CD player. And then it plays a rad song from the soundtrack. <laughs> like uh, the whole soundtrack? No, just like one song. You can go oh. and get it. You can go get your copy. I know you have a copy of that game. And just put it in the CD player. Who has a CD player anymore? Oh, you don't have one? I still got one. Uh, so actually, do you guys have your uh, your PlayStation 1 games, like the disc versions? I do still have a bunch of them. I have yes. a few. Because I, I can pop one. I can pop them into my... Uh, I can pop them into my PS3 right now and play them. Yes, you can. You have a backwards compatible PS3? Well, I think all PlayStation 3s were always backwards compatible, but only some of them were PlayStation 2 compatible, backwards compatible. What? I didn't know that. Yeah, they actually ran software. Like, you can pop one in right now. When they they made the PS2, the PS1 was like the sound chip, right? And that was why the PS2 was backward compatible. And then when they made the PS3, it was just trivial or like free like zero overhead or whatever to bring that feature over but the ps2 was a big thing so they ended up taking it out like you yeah know, actually if you want to know something else any playstation 1 disc that you have in your playstation 3 you can remote play the whole thing on your vita or, or your psp i guess every single one of them how about from that? your huh. ps4 or, th- or three <laughs> from your ps3 you can do it can you do it from yeah, f- that was, the f- ps4 i played also? i played metal gear solid from a first time in my PlayStation 3 with my PS1 disc and played it remote play. That is the most Jeremy thing I've ever heard. So what did you do when you had to get Merrill's codec code? You know what? Actually, you could do it if you knew it, but here's the thing. There was a spot because the buttons didn't really work on the PSP. Uh, the part where you had to throw the 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 bomb, like whatever the bomb was that was put in your backpack. There's that part. Oh, where yeah. Yeah. Because you need and both for, the shoulder buttons for that. Yeah, I couldn't do it. So I just had to actually like come home and do that and then save the game and then go back to what I was doing. But uh, but 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 so I'm kind of curious about games that you guys had. So when did you get into the PS1? Were you there at launch? Was it something you got eventually? I remember the day as though it were yesterday. I was walking through the shopping mall in my, my hometown of uh, Texarkana, Texas. And uh, I was walking by the Babbage's on my way to go to like, I don't know what, I don't know what I was doing at the mall, but I looked over at the Babbage's and I had been out of video games for a little while, right? Because at this point I was playing a lot of, a lot of magic, you know, the card game. Oh yeah. Uh, and I looked over and there was like a cardboard standee or like a poster and it had, it had a picture of like Cloud and it was like Final Fantasy VII coming uh, you know, like they had just announced the release date or whatever. So this was like in spring of 97 and they had announced the release date for September of 97. So I was like, oh, I got to get this because I had been like huge into the Final Fantasy games for Super Nintendo. Right. And so like that was that was when I had bought a PlayStation in my heart, like right then. And then uh, like, I don't know, something like a month or something after that, I, I finally had the money and uh I went and bought an actual PlayStation, and the first game I got with it was actually Tomb Raider, which huh. was a hell of a game. Tomb Raider yeah, is really, really sure. good. One of the very first very 3D good. games. Did you like those bears, polygon bears? Oh, yeah, bears, T-Rexes, mummies, the weird like giant mummy thing at the end. Yeah, I, 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 I completed that game. It was really good. And uh, the second game I think I got was Rage Racer, which is the third in the Ridge Racer series, which is also just an incredibly awesome game. So that was a really good summer that year. Right on. Huh. Grant, how about you? Were you an early adopter of the PS1? I 
don't remember when I got my PS1. I think it was probably the year after it came out, but I've got the best first experience with the PS1 story of all time. Okay. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. So my best friend growing up lived across the street from me, and uh, he was kind of the rebellious kid. Well, the year that the PlayStation came out, he found that he was getting a PlayStation for Christmas and found said PlayStation. And he calls me up one day. He's like, dude, you got to come over. I got a PlayStation. I'm like, oh, cool, man. Let's play it. So we go over there, and he's got uh, Tekken and Ridge Racer, the first one. Ridge Racer 1 and Tekken. And we were just blown away because at this point, the PlayStation was amazing. 3D graphics. It was the hot thing. It was like 300 bucks. It was such a thing, right? So there we are playing uh, PlayStation 1 up in his bedroom. And all of a sudden, his mom comes home and opens the door and finds us playing his Christmas gift for that year. This is like middle of December. Wow. And she starts screaming and yelling. And then she runs and gets all the rest of the games that he was going to get and throws them at him. And then we played those two. And and she was mad because like, you want everything else? You just want to ruin Christmas? It's a timely story because it's also Christmas. Sounds like it's making it better, though. And I remember this. Uh, I remember playing Ridge Racer and Tekken a lot over with my friend, and I think I got one probably the next year. And uh, parents just don't understand. Point. No, they don't. <laughs> no, they don't. Well, and the funny thing is, is he had like cut open like the plastic wrap on those old, big, huge, tall PlayStation boxes. Oh yeah, the tall box. To, in such a way that he could like slip him back in, you know, so yep. that his mom could wrap him up for Christmas or whatever. And he didn't get away with it, unfortunately. No, 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 no. no of course not. Uh, well, for me, I, I have a fairly lackluster PlayStation experience. I was definitely uh, a Nintendo. So I I was weird in my sort of console after the Nintendo that everybody liked. Uh, we were a Genesis household. And this is by my choice. Like I picked the I picked the losers. Uh, no, no. Genesis. Genesis is a fine console, but I did not. Ha- I had a Super Nintendo for like Mario is missing, but mostly Genesis games. Then I went all Nintendo 64 so that I could play The Legend of Zelda only. That was like the only thing you could play on that. Uh, and then I didn't get a PlayStation until like years later. I bet it was five or six years later. Um, and the games that I remember playing poor, were like deprived child. That's, that's oh, horrible. Uh, so yeah, I, I caught up in my later years. In 64 but, was really bad. I don't know how you got yeah. through those years. Yeah. Like I was, you know, I don't know. I, I, on a, in another timeline, I would probably end up, you know, enjoying Pokemon or, or something these days. Uh, no offense, Pokemon people. I know you're out there. Um, but, uh, <laughs> no but offense, I, I went back sucks. to the. Yeah, <laughs> I went back to the PlayStation and the games that I had were the uh, Dukes of Hazard. Oh, yeah. Because I like, you know, <laughs> I like the Dukes Just of Hazard. Just good old boys. chick chick yeah. That's right. Uh, and then and then Tekken 3 uh, are the two games that, that I really remember. Tekken 3 on, is so uh, good. Yeah, Tekken the 3. The console version was really great. It had all those extra like Tekken bowling. <laughs> yeah. Tekken and then I, mode or whatever. And then I think I uh and then I think I just rented a bunch of stuff, but I never really I I never played. So I got all of the Black Box Final Fantasy games eventually. Um I got the um, Black Box I, you mean like the non-greatest hits? Yeah, version? the non-greatest hits cuz I could not be I yeah, could don't, not be Don't get a, a greatest hits like Ghetto no. Symphony of the no. Night or anything like that. Mm-mm. No. No, exactly. Get the real thing. Exactly right. Because uh, I was there all along, you see. I was a fan from the very beginning. Um, no, but I still have those too. Like I've got a whole shelf full of them. And the thing is that I have a lot of stuff that I did not play. So I eventually came to the PlayStation 1 much later on when it was available digitally, uh, playing things like Siphon Filter. Uh, no, played a lot of, Dude, Siphon Filter, so good. Played a lot I of Alundra. I played all three of those games. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, the PlayStation One, one really was good. the console that I had in my college dorm. Like we played the ish out of PlayStation One games, mm. and every weekend we were there. We were down at the Blockbuster Video, looking around and picking a PlayStation game to rent. Like that happened. Yeah, th- and that was probably the last time. I think that was probably the last time I did a ton of rentals. I might have done some for PlayStation Two, and then no, I just didn't us. rent anything for PS Three. We we had a we got a mod chip installed into our PlayStation One, and and furthermore, we got a mod switch installed where you could switch it on and oh, off. Turn it on and off. At one point, there was like a dual check where they would check for a mod switch. Did you play Tobal Two? Uh, no. Tobal Number Two. Thank you very much. I think it was just Tobal Two. I think the first one was the one that had the like number one thing, and the, oh, the second I one see. I don't believe had had that. I see. But it did have a 3D dungeon crawler mode, which is bizarre to think about these days huh Cobal? Yeah. yeah like the little pink-haired caveman dude how come i never played that that's I mean, tomba that's tomba oh that is tomba you're right that is tomba what's tobal number to- two tobal is the flat shaded 3d fighter dungeon crawler adventure thing from square enix i never oh, played this yeah. squaresoft no tobal. so the thing okay about tobal number two i think it was or was it it might have been the first tobal came with a final fantasy 7 demo demo disc the thing about Tobal 2 was that it, yeah, it never came over. So it was like, I don't know, renowned for being really good and we never got it over here. Something like mm-hmm. that. You know, this also uh, was was the first time that, uh, I mean, for actually the other thing I played, uh, Spyro the Dragon. I was going to say this is the first time that we had other platforms that I can think of having, you know, really tentpole releases. And we started hearing about, uh, you know, first party, second party kinds Resident of things. Resident Evil. At least- yeah, Resident Evil Dude, was on there as well. I remember, same friend. I remember playing Resident Evil at his house and being scared out of my mind of Resident Evil. Resident on, Evil on is, the, is the reason I know what Moonlight Sonata sounds like. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and then, uh, I, I guess, uh, Crash. Crash Bandicoot yeah. was another. Ooh, yeah. In fact, he was like the mascot at the time. Uh, well, Crash of course, there was Racing, also- still the best kart racer ever. Oh, dude. You know what? I played, uh, this was on, on PlayStation 1, the Muppets kart racing game. There's a Muppets kart racing game and it's awesome huh. and nobody's ever played it. Yeah, I never and heard of it. Probably nobody's it's not ever that awesome. It again. No, it's great. It's great. It includes uh, famous Muppets movies all the way up to and including the Muppet Christmas Carol. That was like that was like the really special one because it was like Muppet Christmas Carol was choice. It was a good movie. Um, so I spent uh, at least one or two nights over at my friend Todd's house and Todd had Resident Evil and I didn't. Um, and we played it enough that we got like I don't know. I guess it must have been pretty close to the end. Actually, to this day, I've never finished that first Resident Evil game. But we got to the really? point where you were like leaving the mansion and going through like some long, possibly underground tunnel, and the tyrant was chasing you or something. That's not. That's not the first one. No, that's that is. There's no tyrant in Resident Evil One. Yeah, there is. There's uh, there's there's, red, there's there's like crimson head zombies. Yeah, there's those, and there's the freaking uh, the skinless gorilla guys that chop your heads off. Remember those guys? Oh, that's awful. That's awful. Can't think about that. Uh, so let me ask you this: the lasting impact of PlayStation these last twenty five years. Do you have any allegiance these days to Sony? I, I mean, I consider them typically to be my primary. You know, Game Pass is kind of starting to change me around a little bit, but Sony has has traditionally been my sort of primary console of choice ever since the GameCube because that was my, I continued my bad habit of because then when the playstation 2 came around i primarily chose the gamecube as my primary platform and then the playstation 3 (laughs) and it wasn't until the ps4 came around that i finally landed on my primary console being the one that everybody liked it was a long time coming 
Uh, but but aside from that, so Sony tends to be sort of my home platform for you guys. Is that still a thing? Not so much. I uh, I was a PS1 person, PS2 person, and then I never had an original Xbox, but then I went Xbox 360, then back to PS4. So I don't know. I don't know. I guess I more or less mirror Legrand. Um, I was definitely PS1, PS2, and then... Of the like 360 PS3 generation, I got a 360 first um, by like maybe eight months or something like that. And th- but then I, I definitely did end up playing the 360 more than the PS3 throughout like probably most of that generation. The span of it, yeah. And then only we later, had Halo three and Gears of War, man. Yeah, I, I mean it just I mean, well, and all the ports that you if you got and a port, Xbox Live Arcade, they were all better on Xbox for some reason. You know, I guess because the cell processor was hard to program for. Whatever. It was only toward the end of that whole generation um, where, like, for me, the PC basically obsoleted the Xbox, but not the PS three. So and and only now, like last week, are we getting John Woo's stranglehold on PC? So some, somebody's cracked <laughs> yeah. the code. It's happening. Yeah. It's finally True. happening. Well, folks, uh, we know that you out there probably have some memories of your own from the Sony PlayStation One and uh, associated platforms. We'd love to hear all of your stories. Xenogears, favorite story. Xenogear, all of that stuff. Uh, Legend of Dragoon, Vandal yep. Hearts. Yep, there you go. There's Apocalypse, a lot of RPGs. Starring Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. There was tons of RPGs on the PS1. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, that's where we first started to see the... Um, Grand Stream Shin Saga. Shin Megami Tensei. Yeah, Wild Arms. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. The Revelations Persona was the... These and more. And many more. Doom. And... Uh, if you'd like to tell us all about your game experiences, we'd love to hear all about them. You can find us on social media collectively at GameBytes Show on Twitter. You can also reach out to us individually. I am at Jeremy underscore Lamont. Y'all can find me at Legrand. And I am at Count Elmdor. You can also find our fourth man, Jared Redidun, at R-E-D underscore I. Find his uh, twice weekly or once and a half times weekly streams over at twitch.tv slash show. Uh, this coming Monday, I don't know what we're going to be playing. We'll have to figure something out, but it's going to be good. So come subscribe, hit that little notification bell to be uh, notified when we go live. And uh, you can also check out our archives over at youtube.com slash show. Find our website, gamebyteshow.com. There will be a link to our Discord server there. Come join us where we have posted a link to whatever that AI game was that I talked about a little bit earlier it'll be fun uh come come have some fun with us and share your playstation reminiscences and uh if you are just starving for more game bite show content we're worry not we'll be back in just a few days to talk to you about the games that we've been playing at the middle of this week but until then this has been your game bite show podcast thank you so much for joining us and we will see you next time bye